Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. You're listening to episode 91 of the Marathon Running Podcast. In this episode, we're going to review the Lifetime Miami Marathon and Half. This is the Marathon Running Podcast by Letty and Ryan from We Got The Runs. Join us in our running community for weekly content that is motivational, educational, and inspirational and let the marathon running podcast take you from the starting line to the finish line and beyond hey ryan hey Letty. and hi listeners welcome to episode 91 and if you're new to our show we're ryan and Letty, and we do a weekly marathon podcast where we talk about all things running we have experts that come on with advice for nutrition and training. We have inspirational stories. And uh, what else do we have? Race recaps. Yeah, and that's what we're doing today. So you raced the Miami Half Marathon? Yes, that was last weekend on February 6th. How many times? This is the third time doing it? I don't remember. Not the half, but third time being in Miami during the marathon. I think so. Something like that. And I guess it's a good race, right? Because I <laughs> keep going back for more. So what did you think this year? Is it any different that you remembered it? I mean, I always really, really like the vibe down in Miami. I like that it's a very South American city with a lot of runners from Colombia, Ecuador, Venezuela. And, um, you know, with that comes the music, the scene, the flavor. So I really enjoy the ambiance of that race, regardless of other factors that come into play, such as, you know, Miami weather fluctuations and all that. But I think it's one of those races that are super fun, that are very memorable and very unique. The course is cool too, but why don't we start at the beginning? Look at you trying to be all orderly. <laughs> Usually I'm the one that keeps you in order. I know, I learned from you. <laughs> um, so, so did you get VIP entry? I did get a comp bib from the Miami Marathon people who are super, super nice. As I've spoken to them before during a podcast episode where I spoke with race director Frankie Ruiz about the history and all that of the Miami Marathon. So in the past, you've ran it solo pretty much without friends. And this time you had some running friends with you, right? I traveled over with some friends yeah. from here locally that also participated. I had my friend Wes and Kay and Michael. Michael and Kay were doing the full marathon and we had opted to do the half marathon because of uh, weather and lack of training, I guess. We're training for the Paris marathon, but I'm nowhere near uh, able to complete a distance at a pace that I would like. So we did the half. Okay, so we don't live too far from Miami, but tell me about your trip there. Okay, so I went a day early because obviously we have to go to the expo to pick up the package and bib and everything that's in there. And also because it is a 
three hour drive when I drive. Um, <laughs> two hour two drive. And a half, yeah. Realistically. But the, But the race starts at six. So obviously I wasn't going to leave the house here at two o'clock in the morning. So I headed over the day before so I could go to the expo, catch some friends, catch some dinner and settle in for the night. What were the sleeping arrangements of your four people? So I stayed in a hotel two blocks from the starting line and finish line. Um, my other friends were staying with other friends or in, one of them stayed in his van. He found a parking spot for his van where he could stay overnight. Yeah. So he did did it that way. And you know what? What? He probably got the best sleep out of all of us because our hotel room was uh, not the quietest. There was a washer and a dryer and a noisy AC, all that fun stuff. So uh, sleep was non-existent. But you know what? It was just a half marathon, so it wasn't too bad. So next time you're taking a van? No, next time I'm booking the hotel room earlier. <laughs> so you didn't get the best sleep, but did you get out in time to your race and... Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, like I said, it was two blocks away. I had to pop down to a 7-Eleven, which was kind of interesting because people were still partying by the time I went to try to get my coffee. You know, it's kind of like LA. Interesting <laughs> scene. I got back to the room and then walked over to the race and it was uh, perfect weather for me. It was maybe a little bit humid, but it wasn't cold. So then you did you do any like pre-runs, warm-up runs, stretching? I mean, I normally would have, but I was just kind of doing this run for fun. So, no. So, no. So, you just drank your coffee and hung out? Drank my coffee, got dressed. I even put on some makeup. <laughs> and I put my little camera that I have on my visor. Are you going to show the video? I posted it on Facebook and Instagram. So, <laughs> it was it was cool footage. Um, so, what are the most memorable parts of your run? So, the start was probably the most memorable. Just the vibe and the corrals. The next bigger memory was that I had a pair of sunglasses that I had on my visor, but they were slipping. And within the first half mile, they flipped off my head and fell to the ground behind me. And I was suicidal enough to run back into the masses of runners, holding my hand up and saying, excuse me, excuse me, to grab my glasses. In retrospect, not so smart because, you know, people could run you over, you get a concussion. But I guess I really wanted those sunglasses. Okay. So near-death experience. Yes, at the very beginning. Then the second near-death experience was running up that bridge. I'm joking, but the bridge is also within the first mile of the half and full marathon course. Uh, it was beautiful. You could see all the cruise ships and you could see the sun starting to rise. And that's right when you're heading towards South Beach. So that was really beautiful. So what is the difference between the half and the full? Like you go over the bridge to South Beach from downtown Miami-ish. Does it start at the arena like it did in the past? Yes, it starts downtown. You cross the bridge, go to South Beach, go up north, cross the bridge back again towards downtown. And the difference between the two courses is a little bit cruel because you can see a sign that says half marathons to finish and full to go away so so you finished while the other fullers had to go continue by you yes so if you're running a full you have to run next to the halves knowing that they're gonna finish and you're gonna have to turn into uh, the other parts of miami coral gables and stuff like that so you're halfway done Yes, but, you know, I'd be, I'd be really tempted, depending on how my first half of the half marathon goes, to switch over to the half if I was signed up for a full. 
I mean, it's you have just, different bib colors, right? They have different dip bib colors, and I'm sure they're very lenient. You know, if it's not your day, it's not your day. But I think that makes it that makes it very, very tempting. Yeah, I can see how that can be difficult. It's almost like an in and out run or something because you've you made it back to the start, <laughs> or maybe even worse because you've already made it back to the start. Now you got to go somewhere else right and then by that time you know the sun has already come up you see how humid or not humid it is or windy or whatever so so to not drag it out too long was there any other memorable experiences before or after the sunrise and before you finished i mean just going through the neighborhoods the scenery the support was just really beautiful the whole course it was uneventful luckily right i didn't pass out but it was cool to see. You didn't get a concussion or pass out. You didn't get trampled. It's probably more appropriate or pass out. Yes. How was the temperature? It was in the 70s and a little bit humid, but we're used to it. Unlike people that travel for the marathon that are not used to it, you know. 70s like when it started or 70s when it ended? I think it was 60s when it started and 70s when it ended. I mean, to us, we're pretty acclimated to that. So it wasn't... Anything where I would say, oh, gosh, it was so hot. It was very great, actually. After the race, there was a finish line festival with beer tents and live music and food. And we were hanging out at the beer garden for a little while and ran into a bunch of people that we know from Miami. And that was really fun. And it was very pleasant weather-wise. We weren't too cold, even though we're sweaty, but we're also not too hot because we're outside. And normally in Florida, you get hot. So it was really nice. So how long did you party after? We... Not party. How long did you hang out? It's it's cool. I like the ends of the marathons too. It's kind of fun because you get snacks, you feel accomplished, you get drinks, especially if it's warm and it's not cold. Maybe 30 minutes to an hour. We had, like I said, run into people that we knew that ran Miami. And then, uh, yeah, so then after that, grabbed some food. I think I had two beers. Oh, that's a lot (laughs) for you. It is a lot, but it felt great. Okay, so now is the part that I want to hear about. So you left and you went to go to your car or to Wes's car, but... (laughs) So Wes had driven himself to the starting line from his friend's house, but he didn't take into account that there were street closures. So he basically rushed and got to the race very last minute and then after the race, he couldn't remember where his car was parked. <laughs> so how did you end up finding the car? So we looked for it. Fortunately, he had taken a picture of one of the streets that was a cross street of where his car was parked. And then... That was a good idea. By walking into parking structures and him pushing the alarm of his car, <laughs> we ended up finding his car after a 45-minute detour. And off home you went. And off home we walked. <laughs> And back we were off to Fort Myers, or at least we attempted to go to uh, Fort Myers. Any adventures on the way home? Oh my gosh. <laughs> so <clears throat> so we were trying to go home um, on an empty tank of gas, drove the wrong freeway up north, had to turn him around back to the gas station, and then finally... Ran out of gas and walked home? No. Oh. <laughs> so you made it home safe. Almost. But yeah, made it home safe and kissed the ground when I got home, basically. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we got home so late, it was four o'clock in the afternoon. Miami's two hours, two and a half hours away, so you know the rest is uh traveling. 
it was quite ridiculous. But you know, um, but to go back about the Finish Line Festival, in retrospect, I would love for you guys to come next year and spend a little bit more time down there because it was really good music and um, it was just quite nice down there. I think all of you guys would have been dancing at the finish line. Yeah. But, you know, by the, by the music and all that finish stuff. The finish line thing's fun. Yeah. So yeah. that festival was kind of fun. And I look forward to uh, coordinating with the Miami Marathon people again and be back next year. Sounds cool. So you got other race recaps? Yes. And uh, I'm going to play them now. The first one is going to be from Madison Salinger. She ran a 128 half marathon. And to paint a picture of that, that's a 646 minutes per mile pace. So smoking fast. Um, so you ready to hear from her? Yeah, do it. Hola, Leti. ¿Cómo estás? I hope you're feeling good after the race. Sorry to go a little bit long, but I want to still hear my, my race recap. You know, and just how it went and how I felt. Um, I think overall, I think it was a good, you know, like Miami, I love it. I mean, I'm from Miami, so I think it's always a fun local race. Um, it's pretty large, so I think that makes it more exciting. And also, you know, like just all the runners, I mean, especially from Miami, but I think from South Florida, they come down and I feel like, I don't know, it's uh, almost like we're all running together, you know, and like we're all, you know, like when you're all going to like the same trip or the same party you know and it, it almost feels like that you know so are you running the miami marathon are you running yes i'll be there okay see you there good luck so all that stuff is i think it's super exciting so i think that's what makes me you know love it every year and try to i mean i, I try to to run it every year if i can um overall i mean i think um everyone was excited i think the expo was good i mean i went early so i i, I did miss, miss some people's but um i don't know later on how we got it and then race day <laughs> I mean, I was hoping we were going to get better weather, you know, just a little bit cooler, maybe just less humidity. But, I mean, it wasn't bad. I think I think the weather was decent. Um, Temperature-wise, it was decent. Humidity, it did creep in towards the end, you know. I mean, I, when I finished, I was like, wow, look, I am drenched in sweat. Um, you know, like the course, I already know it. I think for me, it's always been a challenging course. I think every year, I was like, okay... Miami, this time, you're like, I'll beat you, you know, or, um, you know, have full control of the race. And I think every time I do it, it just kind of like creeps up on me, whether it's the wind, the humidity, the bridges, something. And, and I think this year was no exception for me. So, um, I didn't do like what I wanted to do. I mean, I still did like pretty well, I think, but, um, definitely my execution wasn't like as good. And I think it's, it was just that I, I was just kind of like slowly crashing. <laughs> But, um, you know, I got to see a little bit more of the people and just smiling at the cameras. It's always have, like, pretty, not so pretty pictures. <laughs> uh, but I think I got a, a few, a few that I liked. Um, so overall, yeah, I think the course, I think it whooped me, whooped, whooped my butt <laughs> once again. But every year I, I, I'm determined that I'm going to conquer it. So hopefully next year I, I feel, I feel stronger. But, um, and I think after the race, it was a lot of fun. I mean, I think that was what I was most excited for, just to kind of see everybody with their medals and hug and, you know, kind of like enjoy that runner's high and and have some beer, have some snacks and just hang out there. Um, and it was cool that we got to hang out there at the Pea Garden. So that was fun. And, and then, yeah, I really signed up for next year. And then I'll be ready. You know, like I'm ready for next year. 
So that was Madison. Congrats again, Madison. And I guess I'll see you. I mean, I always see you during Florida races anyway. But if I don't, I for sure will see you in Miami next year. And the next one is from Ana Villegas. And she won the women's half marathon at a 122 uh, half marathon time, which is a 618 pace. Can you imagine running that fast, Ryan? It's pretty fast. I know that's. Like, I could do it for maybe a mile. <laughs> I can't even do that for a well-trained 5K. So I mean, no, I couldn't either. Amazing, amazing. Maybe a half mile, I could do it for. Right. So let's hear from her. Hi, my name is Ana Villegas. I want to tell you a little bit about my experience running the Miami Half Marathon last Sunday. As always, running this half marathon means a lot to me. It's, it's the opportunity to race in my backyard, my city, uh, in the streets where I run every single day. And as I'm running, I, I know it by heart. I know the turns. I know everything. And it's, it's a time to race to test like my limits in the city, in the street that ha has helped me become the runner I am today. So I really, really enjoy this race and everything is so like, spectacular like the organization from the beginning of the of the race the start line everything it's so emotional so many people and the music i don't know it gets you really pumped to start the race so and once you start the people cheering are unbelievable they're like practically people all along the course cheering you and supporting you and and the fact that you get to to wait with so many, like with people from all around the world, that so many people come to do this race. And also all the people that we know, that I know from Miami and from South Florida, from the entire running community. They're either running or they're cheering. Like everybody gets together, like as a team, as teammates. And, and, it, and it's really, really special. Uh, this, this race was also very special for me because I was able to finish as the first female non-elite. There were two elites ahead of me, but, but it was, it, it's, it's great because as I was running, I'm thinking, okay, this is where I started running seven years ago, my, my half, my first half seven years ago. And I finished, I don't know, in the, uh, number 200 female or something. And now I'm finishing as the first female, as the first female after all the work, all my training, like it really pays off and, and it's really, really special and It's actually double special because last time in 2020, I was also the first female. So it was like super emotional as I'm running, realizing, okay, I think I'm going to win it again. Like, like this is like, I can't believe I'm going to be able to experience how it feels to finish in my city as the first female. Even the days before people were like, oh, so you're going to win it again. You're going to win it again. And that gives me like an extra pressure because you... You really don't know what's going to happen on race day. So anything can happen. So I'm like, I don't know. I, I don't know. I just want to have a good race. And, and I did. And I was so, so happy as I was crossing. And I heard people saying, okay, this is the first female. And then realizing, okay, I, I was, it, it was, it was, it was perfect. I felt great. The people are great. The race is great. The organizers, everything. So I can't wait to do it again. All right. And so now the next person and last person I spoke with is race director Frankie Ruiz, who speaks to us about 
organizing the race and how it went for him. So let's play that. All right, so I'm here with race director Frankie Ruiz. Frankie, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you uh, for having me and thank you for running. <laughs> of course, yeah, and I wanted to cre- uh, congratulate you on an amazing race. We had a wonderful race experience and we just wanted to briefly pick your brain and hear about the experience from your perspective, how you felt like the day went, um, if there was anything unnerving, you no know, leading up to the race and all in all, what you think about next year. Sure. I mean, we always wait to, to hear from the runners because from our perspective, uh, um, you know, it, it, it only matters so much. Um, what really matters is, is what the, the runners experience out there and, and, and their feedback and their, um, you know, their, their experience ultimately is what we're judged by. Right. Um, and so far what we've been hearing is, is all, uh, on the positive side, um, certainly not, not perfect. So that's, that's good because that means, um, you know, we, we can, we can spend the next year working on, on those imperfections. Uh, but I, I, do, do know that, you know, from the city's perspective, public officials, police, and those for those, those folks, which are in the thousands. So I have, it takes me a while to, to gather all that, all that information so far, um, as they say, you know, um, sometimes no news is, is good news and nothing, uh, to my, um, knowledge yet has been brought up that, that would cause me to, to worry, uh, a lot of congratulations, 20 years. And how did we get here? And, amazing it was and so forth um is pretty much all i've heard i think you know in terms of recap i think the weather was um very cooperative very miami weather i should say um mm-hmm. you know we, we, i'm sure as runners we all wanted want to adjust the thermostat to possibly a, a few degrees cooler but um it's always a, a good day when um you you don't have loads and loads and buckets and buckets of rain so that that I'll definitely be gra- grateful for because we had we had some rain here a couple of days ago and I was thinking how miserable it ends up being for volunteers and for staff and for police and everything to 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 work under those conditions and we didn't get that so that's a good thing um, and uh, and look I I I think that um, outside of weather of the things we can control we're gonna continue to refine our our total numbers just because I think. Um, it, it makes for a better experience to, to use um, that 15,000 runner mark, which is more or less where we were going forward. So we may, we may increase slightly, but uh, the goal here is, is to continue to perfect the experience so that um, the runners don't feel like, um, you know, a herd of cattle out there and that we're just moving, you know, them through, through 13 or 26.2 miles of roads and in a, in a haphazard, uncomfortable way. Um, Besides that, I know that the Miami Beach Convention Center, the expo worked out pretty well. Obviously, it's going to take um, a few years of the runners getting used to that again. Uh, but that was a, a nice change from, from the last uh, few years. Beautiful convention center, and I think made for a smoother parking and egress and ingress in and out of, uh, of your packet pickup. And Outside of that, I mean, I think you mentioned uh, if we've had any, we had any sort of fires leading up to, and, and we did. In the event world, we call them fires, but they weren't physical fires. Uh, but they're just those those uh, 
kind of unexpected emergencies that that sort of sort of creep up on you those last couple of weeks. We had a t-shirt, um, I should say a t-shirt uh, shipping debacle for us. And, uh, you know, just like so many other things out there affected by the supply chain, we had our shirts held up in New Jersey. Once we got word of that, we actually ordered brand new shirts. So we're going to have um, a whole shipment of, uh, of shirts branded with 2020 or I shouldn't say 2020, 2022, but uh, 20th anniversary that we all now have to figure out how to um, uh, make, make good use out of. So we got those shirts coming in because uh, Lifetime and, and their partners got together and felt it was inexcusable not to have shirts at that um, at the race. So we, we uh, incurred that cost and rushed those shirts. So the shirts everyone has, those were not the original shirts. <laughs> the original shirts are still in a ship on a ship up the coast of New Jersey. Um, a few, a few of those supply chain issues that create that, that, that um, gave us a hard time uh, out there included that as well as uh, some issues with cups and some issues with uh, some truck rentals and things of that sort that are not that easy to come by these days. So as uh, event organizers, we're going to have to even plan and execute things even way, way uh, earlier than we, we are uh, usually or normally used to. Um, and that's it. I mean, I think we had Diplo that ran. That's a big deal for Miami people because we're EDM fans and um, DJs like Diplo are, uh, are part of uh, Miami culture. So that was, uh, that was fun to have him run. And I hear he went to the club after, which is also very Miami. <laughs> um and uh and yeah our groups seem to have a good time we had tons of money raised for charities we had all our volunteers show up so big shout out to all of them and uh we had a course record set on the on the women's side on the on the full marathon side and um yeah i think all in all we had a we had a good show for for 20 years Yes, absolutely. I can attest to that. I was there. Um, it's always interesting to hear what goes on behind the scenes because we as runners would have never known everything. You know, like I said, felt like it went pretty smoothly from the t-shirt that we wore <laughs> right after the race um, to, you know, the staff and the people, the volunteers, um, you know, and uh, it's nice to hear that uh, certain celebrities, so to speak, showed up. I remember there also being Lucho, who's a Venezuelan Olympian, which that was really cool. And uh, just a lot of perks, music at the expo. So yeah, again, I mean, congratulations. And I can't wait to uh, participate again next year. See, that's that's the, the best, uh, the best um, news or assessment of, of the successes when runners are asking how they can register for, for the following year's race. You know, we we started planning next year, last year. <laughs> it's always we're always sort of um, in the midst of pl planning uh, the following year's race. So to hear um, that runners are already interested in 2023 is a good thing. Obviously, as a as an event company, we've got a few events before we get to that. But um, the Miami Marathons always are the lifetime Miami Marathons always are. Um, you know, main, main, uh, diamond, if you will, that we, uh, we ready ourselves for. Yes, absolutely. Well, thank you so much, Frankie, for, uh, your comments. Thank you, Letty. And we, we appreciate, uh, all the support you 
you provided and helping us spread the word about the race. And I think uh, the, the runners that you, I, I believe, have, have uh, met or, or interviewed along the way, um, I, uh, I think they share your same passion. So the fact that you're, you're helping us amplify the message of Miami through with those runners and with, uh, with your, your platform uh, is greatly appreciated. And uh, you were part of our 20th anniversary, and we, we thank you for that. Oh, thank you so much. All right. Thank you, Frankie. And uh, again, like I said, I look forward to running this event again next year. We had such a blast. It was so awesomely organized and just there is nothing like Miami. We've said it over and over, but, you know, it's not a marathon that you can take out of the city and do anywhere else. So with that, um, any more questions, Ryan? Nope. All right. Until next time. Thanks for tuning in. For more information, head to www.runningpodcast.us. And as always, have a great week of running.